Bring you What Matters today in markets for Market Matters. I'm James Gerrish. It is Friday, the 1st of September. It's 8.12am here in Sydney. Good morning to you all. Well, we uh, we, we underlined uh, reporting season yesterday, so finished up in terms of uh, Aussie four-year uh, results period. I'll run you through some of the trends from a sector point of view very shortly. Uh, and um, uh, we obviously had a, a reporting season, I hate using the cliche, that was probably better than feared in terms of FY23 numbers, uh, but a fair amount of caution playing out for what comes ahead in FY24. Uh, Overnight, it was a fairly uh, mixed session. Dow Jones fell 168 points, 0.481%. S&P was down uh, very marginally, but the NASDAQ was higher, up a quarter of a percent. Uh, bond markets fairly subdued again, so US 10-year yields um, fairly flat at 4.1, uh, and the US 2-year yield was uh, down two basis points at 4.86%. Just having a, a quick look at what played out uh, from a um, in the month of August. So locally, the ASX fell 1.42%. Um, excluding dividends. Interesting to see the composition or the sector makeup of those returns. So um, going into this reporting season, there was a huge amount of concern around the discretionary retail sector uh, and the real estate sector. Um, those were the only two sectors to uh, make gains through the month of August. So the consumer discretionary stocks were up 4.6% and real estate was up 1%. The more defensive areas of the market, so utilities um, and staples, uh, they were the weakest performing sectors during the month of August. So utilities down four and a quarter and staples down a bit over 4%. So um, it, it, it goes to show you how you know, having an open mind going into periods like this is important. I think having an open mind going into the back end of uh, calendar 23 is also going to be very important. Looking at what uh, played out over in the US market over um, during August, uh, S&P 500 was down 1.77%. So they fared a little bit worse than us uh, in terms of the uh, the overall performance there. Uh, but it wasn't, you know, if you think about uh, where the market was at the low point in August, uh, we were down about 4.5% at the lows. So a pretty strong recovery uh, in the last four to five trading sessions has seen a, a pretty big loss intra-month uh, turn into uh, quite a modest loss. Looking at commodity markets uh, overnight, energies, energy was reasonably strong, so crude was up. Uh, 2.3% in terms of WTI trading at 83 spot 57, Brent's trading at 86 spot 72. Uh, coal prices up a little bit, so they're up 30 basis points at $158.50 US a ton going out of Newcastle. Iron ores uh, remained fairly resilient, trading around 110 US a ton. Uh, gold prices muted overnight down two bucks, trading at 1940. Copper was also had a fairly quiet night trading marginally higher at $3.79 a pound, but not meaningfully so. Haven't touched on the uranium price this week, but the uranium price is still um, at elevated levels. It's trading at 58, uh, 58.50 a pound. Uh, for uranium. Uh, ETFs over in the US market that we track, so lithium stocks were down 0.2%, copper stocks were down 0.16%, uraniums fell the same, and gold stocks over in Canada were down 1.1%, so fairly muted 
moves right across the board. Um, US dollar index uh, tracked up a little bit. It was trading at 103.61 for the US dollar index. Uh, and the Aussie dollar is trading at 64.84 US cents. Uh, BHP over in the US uh, down a little bit, um, down around uh, 0.4 of a percent. And SPY futures are pricing a decline of 38 points, uh, about half a percent on open this morning. Obviously, uh, we had a, a very good Thursday, a fairly muted Friday, but we're giving some of these gains back, which is actually typical of um, what plays out at the end of the month. Markets uh, get held up. Um, into the end of the month and then the first day of the uh, the new month um, has in recent times typically been fairly weak in terms of um, uh, broker moves coming out of yesterday so um, that was the last day of reporting we will have some companies come out uh, in the in the weeks to come but they're generally not great results so there's obviously a reason why they've delayed it um, to come out uh, post the official close of reporting so uh, Ainsworth Gaming uh, cut to reduce at CLSA that's AGI a uh, dollar price target um, uh, ALX uh, which is Atlas Arteria uh, raised to buy at Jeffrey's 688 price target and that's been raised to add at Morgan's uh, in terms of Brambles being raised to overweight at Jarden 16, Costa uh, CGC raised to outperform at Macquarie $3.19 price target. Um, Harvey Norman, they reported yesterday, they've been raised to buy at City $4.60 price target. Uh, Nickel Industries, NIC raised to buy at Canaccord. Uh, and Sandfire SFR has been cut to hold at Morgan 635 price target. We own Sandfire across two of our portfolios. They reported FY23 results yesterday that were um, broadly in line with expectations given that they just released a quarterly not that long ago. Uh, and we've got Austell ASB cut to neutral at Macquarie and 195 price target for Austell. Uh, just over in the US, we had uh, UBS, or over in Europe, we had UBS reporting uh, last night, strong result. Um, they, they articulated their strategy around what they're doing with Credit Suisse and the cuts they're making there uh, to reposition the business moving forward. We own UBS in our international equities portfolio and the stock was up over 5% last night. So uh, that's one of our more recent additions in that portfolio. So a good update from them overnight. Uh, in terms of earnings, there's no earnings out today. We've got an AGM for uh, CKF, which is Collins Foods, uh, economic data across the ticker today. We've got some um, uh, home loan data out at 11.30 for July. Uh, and there's um, uh, some Judo Bank PMIs out at nine, but nothing of significance. Uh, for the market matters report today, we're going to focus just on some of the bigger movers that have played out in August. So we're going to run you through some of those and whether or not we're seeing opportunities on either side of the ledger. Uh, just in uh, other company news, so we've got Fortescue, their CFO has left um, or resigned. This is now the 11th uh, senior exec to depart in, in the last three years. So obviously the CEO, uh, Fiona Hick, uh, resigned in the last uh, week or so. Uh, and now we've got the CFO resigning. So a bit of focus on Fortescue today. Obviously something is going on in the in the, uh, uh, in the 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 boardroom at Fortescue. Uh, that's all I've got for you this morning. Hope you have a, uh, a great day, uh, a great weekend. And I'll uh, speak to you next week. Bye for now.